When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Turkey shortage. That's terrible. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. 
They buying them all up in Philly. That's that's wild. <laughs> Unbelievable. You go out to the country and shoot your own boss. <laughs> Sound like a plan. Now that's fresh. <laughs> you don't have to wait for that anymore. Yeah, don't Just make don't me go. bring it by my house because I ain't plucking feathers for you. Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> See, Rebel, this is supposed to be a family show, man. You almost made me say something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It almost worked, guys. It almost worked. <laughs> wow, that's wild. So what do you what do you thankful for, um, boss? Well, let's see here, man. What am I thankful for? Let's get real right here. I'm thankful for all the connections I made here. They even have a DSR network. They have shows like this. They have hosts like Gina Storm, Rebel P. Jones, hosts like Black Rose. Sexy Sash, hosts like Mr. Boston. I mean, uh, people, reliable people that you could say that uh, that show that support, that show that they here to make this happen. You know, it's a hard thing to come by. You know, because through the years, the DSR years, I'll say, went through a lot of members. You know, right. we going to keep it going, though. So I am thankful that, yeah, I am thankful that this network is still here since 2012. Still can't believe it's been that long. I remember just but being we, a caller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gina Storm was just a caller. Well, actually, you were a member on other networks. I had a lot of networks for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Still got a couple, yeah. but at least, um, you know, the, the the days I have to be wherever I'm going to be, I'm available to do it. I just, I love poetry enough. I could do this every day. I wish I could. Not my crazy-ass life. Yeah. <laughs> my life is better for this now. Oh, man, my kids keep me going. They keep me. I am grateful for my kids, my family, my wife, my home, this network, all of you. Poetry, I'm I'm incredibly grateful for poetry. Poetry has literally saved my life. That's real. Mm. Well, I'll say poetry enhanced my life. The funny thing is, a lot of different shows I go on, a lot of people say they've been writing poetry since they was five or six. And I'm thinking, five or six? I was beating somebody up in the schoolyard or something. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I wasn't thinking about no 
poetry or nothing. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude here, but I'm I'm dead serious. When I was five or six, I remember a so-called friend when we was kids, and this so-called friend was cussing at me, and I didn't like it. And we was fighting in the schoolyard. All I remember is I was, see, it's a family show, and Rebels intoxicate me a little bit. But, uh... <laughs> you know, yada, 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 our parents was there, and I had to leave the school grounds. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think about poetry until I was in my 20s. So I, I rode on a yeah, not to my 20s, man. I rode on a website. The name of the website was hubpages.com. That's when I started at. I wasn't no Kane Spade. I had like, I had three or four different names on that site. <laughs> I was like, I was playing around. People was liking my stuff. Trying to figure out who I was. Felt like I was ducking a couple of stalkers too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is what it is with that. Poetry is something. But what about you, Gina Storm? I mean, how'd you start in poetry? We'll hear that. And then we got a couple of callers coming up in here. Um, poetry for me was a way for me to express romantic feelings that I couldn't act upon because I wasn't allowed to date in high school without chaperones. Two of my brothers had to go on every date that I went on. So I would write down, you know, like what I would do if they weren't there, basically blocking, um, ruining my life, that no action was being gotten had. I mean, it got to the point where um, sometimes like one I know a dude who wants to play pickup basketball with my brothers. And the way to get to know whether or not it would be possible for him to play with them on the weekend was to ask me out. Then, you know, I was the cover for he wanted to actually play ball with my brother. And all I could think was, this is not working out for me. Poetry saved me. It gave me romance. Um, that was more, it, it was more fantasy romance because I, I I wasn't able to live it. It was like, like girls my age, at that time, they were probably reading romance novels and watching soaps, and I was writing poetry and saying to myself, you know, one day when I get away from my parents and my brothers and I got a man, this is what I'm going to do. turned out to be pretty decent. I, I read some of it one day. My mom found an old notebook. I wasn't even embarrassed by it. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So, yeah, poetry made me be able to express in a way that I never could before. So it, it gave me a voice. Poetry was my voice. What's up? Indeed. Indeed. Oh, yeah, one more thing I'm going to add since Gina Storm made me think of something. The funny thing is, like in my family, I never knew that my mother wrote poetry. And she never even told me until I got into this network thing. Years later, I wow. found out she wrote poetry. 
I'm like, all this time, you wrote <laughs> poetry, never told me shit. I was like, all right. Like, appreciate <laughs> it, Mom. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mom would buy greeting cards, and she would write to us in them. And to me, it was always poetry. I never never thought, doubted for a minute that it wasn't a poem. And for her, it was probably just, you know, loving sentiments, love mom. But it was poetic. Huh. Parents are trips like that. They be having whole private lives. Yeah, they, they do. They, they do. It's not loud. Nothing. <laughs> I'm old as shit now. They don't be telling me shit when I was young. Now nothing. You gotta ask them every damn thing. <laughs> I don't believe in that private life shit. I don't believe in that private life shit. I got kids and I ain't got no private life. Oh no. <laughs> ain't even close the bathroom door to go get in the shower when my grandkids are here. I'm like, you hear the water, you know what I'm doing. So what, you can't see me? <laughs> Little stalkers, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what this is about. We're talking about family and all that. I talk about my family. We might not even get the callers in. So... <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the callers in here. We got 352 in the building. I think that's the ink dropper. What up? What up? Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. Happy birthday and happiness always on your born date. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, speaking of birthdays, this one's for Rebel P because his birthday just passed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, awesome. Birthday poem for my brother, Rebel P. Happy birthday to my DSR brother. Hope you have many others. Honestly, we at DSR show love for you, and we hope all your wishes and dreams come true. Hope you have a good one and many more because God has more in store. So honestly, we show you love and hope you got your blessings from the man above. Honestly, we wish you the best, and we hope you continue to pass life's greatest test. We see you keeping, keeping on going with the pen that you used to drop them gems. Today, we tell you to keep going so you're able to keep growing. In your words, we say thank you for waking up today, and peace. read that when you posted that on my birthday last week I just wanted man what an honor 
Thank you so much, man. No doubt. No doubt. That was, truly, I, I, that was love right there, you know, really. Yeah, man, that was that gave me that made me very warm. You know what I'm saying? That, that gave me a real warm feeling, man. I I really really appreciate that's love, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take care, by the way. And thank you for waking up today. Stop. Hey, you have a safe flight, man. You fly safe, bro. I know you're going down All to right. Florida tomorrow. You fly safe, man. No, no, I'm already here. Oh, you're already there. Right on, right on. Yep. My man. I love to be in you Florida. You enjoyed that time here. with your mama, man. Yeah. All right. Always beautiful. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. One Thank love, you. one mic. Thank you so much. One mm-hmm. love, one mic. He holds the all down in a way I can't even comprehend. Like it's next level support right there. Love always. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to the DSR mainstream supporter. You know, eight dropper in the building by way of uh, Dominic Sansoda. We appreciate you, man. Again, for those who don't know, he shares the flyers. He shares our videos, network information. We putting the whole song blast, making sure we get our support. Know what I'm saying? That's all, love. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We got another caller in the building. We got 506. Let's go. Hello. Evening. Hello. Welcome to DSR All-Stars. Hi. Hi, Lady A. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Glad that you came through. We were serving a poetic feast this evening. Wanted to know if you wanted to share something. Sit up to the table with us and enjoy. Sure. I've got a piece called uh, Love, Lyrics, and You. Ooh. Mike is yours. Thank you. You are the music in my life. I am the lyrics in yours. And your fingers play me. Weightless, I am lifted out of body. I become the music. I become each note. And your fingers play me. I am transported to a dimension unknown. Where music speaks, music hears. And your fingers play me. Floating, spirits blended, infused. Lyrics sing our love. Lyrics speak our love. Your fingers play me. Hearts race, pound and sink, touching, conjoined, inseparable. You are part of me, and your fingers play me. No words exist to express, convey the beauty of our love, the union of flesh, and your fingers play me. Dance, we dance our notes like fluid. Two tides meet, 
merge, meld, and your fingers play me. Silken sheets of music, lyrics, you sing upon my skin, sing into my bones, and your fingers play me. Your fingers play me. In poem.
and um, that's, yeah, so that's kind of a, but this is probably one of my favorite pieces because it just means so very much, and and, uh, and I think for music it's a healing, uh, it's for healing and enjoying, but I think that it's a comfort too, and, and there's something about it that moves me like nothing else, and and mm-hmm. when it comes together with my words, I just really um, well. That one that. you're missing is with you as a muse. That one you're missing is yes. with you as a muse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful. And um, thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, we've been able to benefit from absolutely. that. Well, I think I think writing is uh, cathartic, and I mean, um, in a lot of ways, it, it's it, it's such a healing. Even if it's one line, to be able to express how you feel, or uh, whether it's happy or sad or in between, I think writing is a wonderful way of. It's a gift, and um, I hid. I, I Jeannie, you know this. I I hid my poetry for. Oh my goodness. Over 20 years, I never showed anybody. Nobody ever saw anything that I wrote. And and then about six years ago, I was able. I was a friend. A couple of friends of mine came came over, and I was in the middle of writing. And and that's the first time that I ever shared anything with them. And they said, "Oh my God, you need to get out there." And so I I did. I found you know a radio, not a radio, but I found a, a poetry site, and it was a freedom. Uh, it was a release of all of these words and emotions, and um, um, you know, it's been a great thing. I've had 22 of my poems published, and uh, um, there's a couple more that are coming out in, in another anthology. And I just feel so happy about that. You know, that you can turn you can turn the worst situation into gold. Uh, with writing, I think you can make memories come true. Like you can make them come alive and stay alive. And and uh, there's so much beauty in writing. And I'm thankful for it. So I'm I'm going on and on. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're absolutely right with everything you've just said. And we all shared a piece and said what we were thankful for. So that's yours. Sitting right in here with the vibe. It's all good. Thank you. We enjoy it. We know your poetry. It's great to have a show like this. You guys support and promote other people's uh, poetry along with yourselves. And and I I think it's a a great thing to have your own program like this. It really is. Man's baby. This this is his baby. He just let us um, Mm -hmm. on. As driver. We're just okay. guests in his world. That's all. This is from the minor came to me. Wow. He made it happen, and we're grateful and thankful for this. It's a, it's a wonderful yes. uh, opportunity for us to embrace our community. And um, as often as possible, you know, we have shows here yeah. at GSR. How long has it been uh, a station? Like, how long have you you guys been DSR? 2012. Oh, wow. I have yeah. not been here that long. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been here for the whole ride. I just haven't always been a host. I was a caller first. <laughs> kind, kind of a stalker. I didn't even know what poetry I didn't oh, even know I what poetry was. was. Really? I had zero interest or zero even thought that I'd ever be into poetry in 2012. I was just retiring out the Army and had no desire to be creative or anything. Well, thank you for your service. That must have been a transition that was uh, unimaginable. It was. Uh, do you find since you've got into poetry that it's helped you? It was actually my, yes, it was actually my PTSD um, therapy that got me into writing poetry. Wow. I was in exposure therapy, and every time I logged something in my journal, it came out very poetic, and that just, that's what strived and strived me into pursuing that further. That's great. Yeah, it saved my life. Otherwise, all this craziness would be trapped in my head. Yeah, eh? That's uh, anything that has trauma attached. Like my my man committed suicide, and and um, that was like probably the most traumatic. Not probably, it was the most traumatic thing. Certainly not on a on a level of I'm not trying to compare, but for myself. It was the most traumatic experience I ever had, and um, sure. um, I can't even imagine going to war. I really can't. I've written many poems about it and what I feel about it, but I, uh, I, I feel the unfairness of it. I guess is a whole different topic. But you know, uh, going even back to the Vietnam War, you know, we send them off and put the rib- yellow ribbons around the trees and on our doors mm-hmm. and and then they come home to what? You know, to fight for their right to be taken care of, uh, to a place to live, to be taken care of uh, emotionally, mentally, physically. And it's the same government that sent them off is uh, is rejecting them or fighting them for the care that they need. Anyway, I digress. That's a right. whole other issue, but I feel very sad about that, you know, because many like you I, come um, home and... I, came, I came back with a different perception than what I went in with of our country and its systems, so I'm right along the side there with you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm from Canada, and, um, you know, we had people over and uh, soldiers over in Afghanistan for a, a long ten years. I think we uh, stayed over there as uh, started out as peacekeepers, but then um, they were embroiled in in the war too. And and our soldiers came back uh, broken, uh, mind and spirit and physically. And I have to say, it's not perfect, but I think we uh, as a nation. Um, looked after and look after our veterans. And, um, you know, you get in the U.S., you have upwards of like 99% or I'm going to say, I'll say 95% of homeless men on the streets of the U.S. are are veterans. It's 
I was, um, when I met my wife, I was, my dog and I were living on the streets in and out of my car and we, I was a homeless, I was a homeless vet for a while. Um, yeah. So now every year we got kids now and everything. Every year we go out and we feed the homeless on the streets of nearby cities that we live by. And we just do that so my kids can grow up understanding gratefulness and, you know, helping other people yeah. and the unfairness that's a reality in our world. Yeah. And, I mean, I, was, I, I remember I was young when uh, the Vietnam War was going on, but uh, I remember them coming home and, and the reception that they thought was just so horrible. And um, yeah. those are... Those are the vets that are that were so totally excluded and and um, um, brutalized and, and and the prejudice against them was just unreal. Um, that was very sad. Yeah, but you know something though. During that same time, and Gina's heard me say this before, I'm sure, is that you had you had the people um, rallied. You know, they got together, and I remember being. A, a young teenager and thinking, you know, you could see the masses, uh, you know, protesting thousands and thousands of people to end the war, and they did it. You know, the, those protests were peaceful for the most part. There was a few things that, and then and the and the, and the, the um, civil rights movement was the same thing. Like I would watch that and think to myself, the people had the power. And you know something that we we almost had it in our hands. We almost had it in our hands that peaceful solution of unity and all of the, the good stuff that. Uh, came I wish it would have taken. The... I know I heard you say it before, and all I can say is I wish it had taken. I would have been. Everything would have changed, but you know how things go, and how they are now. Well, it's sad because you had you had we had it. And it, this, it, that's why I get so sad when I see what's going on today because, and I think of Martin Luther King just rolling in his grave because everything that's taking place today is not what he wanted. And, no, uh, no like it just, it just rocks me. It really does. We humans, we humans are in a rat race against ourselves to repeat the same history that we've repeated no. for thousands yeah. of years. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. But it can be done if we all come together. It can be. It can be. It can be. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I am grateful yeah. for you tonight, Lady A. Well, thank I am you. We're going to let our DJ take us to a little music break, and we're going to relax for a second and be back with the rest of the All-Stars, which is all of you, because I'm your host, Jenna Storm, and Rebel B. Jones is here by my side, and we love to do this on Wednesday night. That's right. See you soon. Potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, 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 
potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, beans, 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 potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, Track, man, he was probably doing. Uh, I don't know, man. What, what 
they was doing in the seventies or the, what the eighties or I'm trying to think here, man. I was born in the seventies, boss. <laughs> oh, seventies. All right, man. I'm uh, a '76 baby, man. Oh, all right, all right. You ain't that old. You ain't that old. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, but you know those old school uh, dances and stuff, man. They were doing in the '80s, and you know, I wasn't break dancing because I was born in the '80s. You say? Right. <laughs> I might have. I, I might have spent around. You was break dancing? That is I was. Matter of fact, when I was 12 years old, I tried to start a little break dance crew in, in the YMCA during my summer camp. I tried to teach a little class and everything and got in trouble because they said I wasn't certified to teach a class at the YMCA. <laughs> wow. <laughs> break dance. I used to be able to hold my own though when I was a young buck. I used to be able to hold my own. I see, I see. Yeah, I ain't never done none of that, man. You ain't going to see your CEO uh, while I'm in my DJ cap mode right now. You're not going to see me on the dance floor or nothing, man. If somebody get me on camera, I'm going to sue the hell out that person. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say it. I'm just saying. But anyway, we got a three, four, six in the building. I know they're wondering what's going on over here. How y'all doing tonight? Hello. Hello? How you doing tonight? Oh, we're good. I'm doing well. How y'all doing tonight? Good. This is the DSR All-Stars. I'm your host, Gina Storm. This is my partner in crime, Rebel T. Jones. Is this yours truly? Yes, this is yours truly. I can recognize your voice on various mics. Welcome to the show. (laughs) I appreciate the invite. Thank you so much, Gina Storm. You're welcome. I try to invite everybody I know who will be looking for mics. I'm like, well, I'm everywhere, so welcome. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you. Uh, Rebel Jones, nice to hear from me. you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. What, sir, may I ask, are you thankful for? Um, me, I'm thankful. Uh, it's just so much. Uh, right now, I just could say I'm just thankful for making it through 2020, 2021, uh, and everybody that I'm close to know and love, most everybody has made, I think, like 90, 98%. I still got my parents, fortunately. Uh, I still got my brothers and sisters, and I still got, you know, my my best friends and everything like that. So I'm I'm, I'm really blessed. Beautiful thing. That's real. That's real. Um, Thank you. I don't have, and it's unfortunate because I don't have a Thanksgiving poem. <laughs> you don't need one. It's an open mic poem. Yeah, we're having a poetry feast. We just wanted you to bring your best to the table so we could eat. It don't need to be Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I honestly don't know what is my best poem. 
Um, you have some really good ones. I know you'll pick one. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just spit, poet. Spit for truth. The youth. The kid with a lisp who talks like this, that's where it spews through the whole hole in his tooth, spit for you. Proving to yourself you was chosen. Pick for a purpose. Be earth rebirthed and unfrozen. All the while knowing the all-knowing gave you this gift to spit, uplift, and keep going. Go in. Be golden. Teach your seeds to never stop growing. Show them when they make it to that next level, never settle or backpedal. Shame the devil. Be sure to, to attain victories, but don't revel and belittle. Be that pot that praises the kettle. Invent with the intent to be incredible. Your ink, credible. Make your imaginations legible. Each time you produce the inevitable. Every time you spit poet, don't quit poet. Use wit poet. Be careful who you associate with poet. Don't sit poet with any specific gang or click poet, but mix poets. Make the audiences think quick, poet, because when the whole room's silent and ain't nobody wildin', that's when that punchline's supposed to hit, poet, and you go live, go ham, and get lit, poet, but be original with your gifts, poet. Don't talk about whips and chains from slavery days and not days having chains and whips, poet. Pull out all the stops but different tricks, poet, and get sick, poet, of being underrated. But be cool with being hated. Be Neo in the Matrix, the one everyone's coming to get, poet. Get that you gon' have to talk slick, poet. Because some may think they can flow, but everybody knows that they gon' remember this poet. One who walked in, shirt tucked, kept it a buck, and ain't give two fucks or a shit poet. Just spit, poet. Spit for the masses, the slowest and the fastest. Spit to every ISD and university requires a semester of spoken word classes. Spit to your weed man, pulls out his weed can and rolls it in the shit you spit to enhance all that he stashes. Spit to your last breath, the voice is your chest, yes. Spit to you tucked warm in your casket. Spit to some young buck mimics your moves and the words that you choose and you hear it beyond the grave and turn over in that bitch too. Spit because that's what God commissions you to do. And when you rocking the mics, boy, you better get it. Spit for those that chose to buy your $20 tickets. And don't just be mean with it, be livid. And don't just mean it, but live it. Stick with it. Never forget it. Whether you got to snap back or fit it, make sure it stays on your mind. Grind. Pick appropriate times to leave them in awe. I mean, enjoy the applause, but if you happen to fall, get back on your feet fast to continue to climb. Make a madam ask, was it a cat I saw? And Gina Storm holler out, rewind. Tell yourself this stage is my gym till I'm at that top spot. Don't nod. Just always have something hot cooking in that crock pot and just spit, poet. See, even with them last few lines, if I chose to read it backwards instead of rewind, it would still say the same shit, poet. That's what happens when your aura emits poet. And admit, poet, to your flaws and all, failures, falls, and fallacies. Because once your ink bleeds, breathe. Let those sins soak into your skin and out your pores. In one accord, you and yours pronounce them with your vocal cords. Be sure the audience feels your pain. And don't be ashamed or cast blame unless to say your own name. Again, will be a gain once you let them words rain with your chest out and chin up, head straight, and pin up because you ready. Your words is yours, and yours is deadly. Spit for those that can't speak any. And when the load you carry seems too heavy, hold your trembling knees steady, burp the butterflies out your belly, and just spit, poet. Uh, in peace. <laughs>
Only ten spades. Wow. He's elaborate with the sound effects, but I love it. Right. <laughs> oh my God. You never disappoint. I knew you had something amazing. Oh, thank you. I like wow. the Oh no, no, I'm thinking now I gotta do some spitting poets. <laughs> Rebel B. Jones just <laughs> look mystified. <laughs> my man. You you are a powerhouse, man, a live wire. That's not what I expected. When you came on, kind of just quiet a little bit, just kind of friendly, you know what I'm saying? Don't seem too, don't seem too threatening. And then he just came in like a like a damn fifty cal and sprayed us all down with just poetic, just madness. Just ah, get him, man. <laughs> Dope, dude. I, man, I enjoyed the shit out of that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Man, please do call in some more on our shows because I would love to hear some more of that. That that was like, yes, that was rockets and bullets and just man. <laughs> that, that was that was fire, a new for Rebel. See, that was your intro. You did a wonderful job. That's how you do it. That's how you introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thank you. Up. And then my man sounds well, so humble afterwards. He just came in so tough, and then he was like, "Yes, that's that piece." <laughs> I was like, "My <laughs> man, we're right back to humble after just bringing all that heat, shit, man." That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was real polite about it. Oh, Thank y'all so much. Right, I hope y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my pleasure. My pleasure. Wherever Gina Storm sends me, I, I come running. So thank y'all so much, and thank I you, Gina, for um, posting it. Yes, ma'am. I'm always leaving breadcrumbs, and you, you loyally follow, so I'm so happy that you decided to be part of my tribe. Lady always, a. always. I'm before you, she asked the same thing. She's like, oh, sometimes she'll ask me, oh, Tina, you're not on the mic tonight? And I'm thinking, girl, I'm just in between mics. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, If you got a minute to hang out, I don't know if we're going to have a speed round or not, but we try to do this, you know, put a bow on it and not keep people, held them hostage. But we really do enjoy rocking out every Wednesday night. I will send you the flyer every week. We don't always have a theme, but we always have an open mic. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. I um I'll be I'll be here. I'll be waiting for listening listening more than anything. But uh yeah, if y'all have a speed round, I wouldn't mind getting in on it as well. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. We're gonna take a music sure. break with our DJ K Spade and be right back to you, the callers who are our stars. Yes, ma'am.
one half divine as light emanated from her as the first mother of life and the second half filled with rebellious anger and darkness inside, angered at the man given to her as a partner. She was not equal in his eyes, heart, or his mind. That's that piece. Unleash the dragon! Damn, son, where'd you find this? Wow, bro. Um, all right, so I'm going to piggyback, kind of. I want to do a, a love-ish piece, paddling it. Extinguish flame. I hadn't seen this for a while. Not, not in real time, in real life. I had previously, like when I was a small child, my mom and dad were really in love, and they were the example for me watching two people be the best that they could for each other. Real life, it was beautiful to see. They would hug and kiss and playfully pat each other on the back sides and call each other pet names, and sometimes they kiss so long I'd have to put my fingers over my eyes just peeking through the cracks to see when it ends, it would be awesome. Then I got older and they changed. The marriage wasn't the same. They got divorced when I was 27. There were some years in between living her best life because she grew up taking care of children and being a wife. Was finally getting her groove back. I thought she was going to just be single for a while, but there was a guy on our job that had been eyeing her for quite some time. He told my little brother and I, cousin too, one time in the break room, I'm going to one day marry your mama and your auntie and be related to y'all. What do you think about that? I said, well, you got a plan, so you're halfway there. And I could see the little embers starting to burn again. There was going to be love for her, and she had been alone for quite some time. And at this point, wasn't trying to be tied to one man. They dated for two years, got engaged, stayed that way for six, then got a house and got married. The house that I live in right now is it. I called it the house that love was built upon. I'm happy to be here, even if I'm a single woman right now, living alone in this love nest. I feel like it's best. Some of that religious love still on the walls, maybe in the air, the carpet or the hardwood, I'm not sure, but I feel it. It's in the atmosphere. Recently, my mom had been smitten by men that she met online, and I kept thinking, like, in this stage of life, if I'm a cougar, she's probably a mountain lion. It's been a while since she's been out of the game. Nine years since my stepfather passed away. Well, sometimes we're predators on the Internet, so I caution myself to just not try to do anything to extinguish it. That love fire that was building and growing in her heart daily when she would call this man things like her bow and her boo, I'd be feeling some kind of way, too. 
finally I had to ask, because I was wondering. I hadn't said anything before, but it didn't mean that that wouldn't be the case. I guess I watched him on reality TV, and I was wondering if she'd ever in real time seen his face. Are they talking on the phone, or is the whole relationship over text messages, texts, and emojis? She said, the latter, not the former. Why? Is that a red flag? I said, yeah, kind of these days. It could be a catfish, and just, you know, tell him that you have some apprehensions, and if he's not agreeable to right away, Make sure that those doubts are satisfied for you. Then you know what you need to do. An hour later, I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. He hit me back and said, well, you don't have to worry about me moving to Connecticut. It had to stop. He's angry and I won't budge. So with an impasse, it's what it is. At least I know now. I said, Mom, I'm sorry. I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news that I extinguished that he was burned. I felt like it was my duty to. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me. Mm, we gonna fix this real quick. 
Get this in the bud before another moment is wasted. Mm-mm. He's he, he playing a game on you. I see. You ever seen that show? You seen that show, Catfish on MTV? You would laugh at me for watching. <laughs> you would be wondering how them people got fooled. That's all Just I got. Like that. It's like that. <laughs> a mess. Dot com. It's okay. It's okay. I know she's thinking, I'm too old to be tricked. No, it's not too much. What it is is you, if your life is different, like you've been sheltered and you spent all your adult life, like, married and raising kids, and now your kids have kids. Like, my daughter's 30. So, you know, when you have grown kids, grown grandchildren, um, you your, your Internet uh, savvy is, is very limited. Like, you know, she posts stuff on Facebook and Instagram, but she doesn't tweet. Um, she doesn't understand online dating. Um, and, you know, she she could have got her winked and bamboozled, but I was like, this is a real, real simple fix. Tell him you want to FaceTime. Tell him if you can't video mm-hmm. chat him, you don't want to talk to him no more. That was it. It was a wrap. There you go. There you That's an easy fix. I'm trash, take yourself out. Bingo. I was worried I was going to lose my mama. Not to the trash, I wasn't. <laughs> Look, we're going to get a piece out of Kane's spade. Um, yeah, I know we don't want right to be up there. all night, but what I really enjoyed this show as usual, Rebel. I just had to say it. Me too. It's been a good time thus far. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to see what Kane's spade comes up with, because you know he got something in the arsenal. Alright. Yeah, I'm another one that didn't do the homework. You know, uh, it's not a Thanksgiving piece. But it's open mic. It's open mic. Yeah, shame on the DJ, you know. (laughs) I got a little something. Title of this piece is called Hard Times Title made me think. Drowned in the negative. And then more with me, I won a race. Came across a piece, death mask. Talks of old age, wisdom, folly and fear. How it is when the end is near, but I'm not that old yet. Burn the word, the end away. Every day I wake up, it's a new beginning. Respect the garrison killer. And Arthur, who selected, introduced the book, Good Poems for Hard Times, a push to write in his script as I get lost in my rhymes. Trying to write till my hands can't write no more. My blood is the ink I know I said before. Grab the pen, unlock my world, a dimension of endless space. People in cars walking and driving on transparent concrete and roads. Millions of packs of pens within my vision, ready to be used to display life's description. Past occurrences, images speed by, present moments flow at a pace to be recognized. Young ones growing too fast, than required. Some too focused on desire. Forgot what happened in the last hour, because the moment seems to be all what counts. Spouses, family, or friends, a percentage of the world only cares for number one. Why you think many are so quick to pull a gun? One way of seeing the world is through my eyes. One trait we all share, I'm just trying to live my life. Struggle through life seems like you gotta fight. 
One minute my own description. Call me the cat, get right kid. What can I say? The world is what it is. Reflecting back. That's a 2013 piece. And that's always from DSR. All damn day. Know what it is. Did your own sound effects? I was going. I love it. I love effects. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did my own. Like, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I do uh, want to confess, though, man. I meant to do my homework to write a. Uh, Thanksgiving piece. I think that's a piece I ain't never write some for Thanksgiving. I might got a Christmas piece somewhere, but it's not all carols and jingle bells. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's in there, though, man. Y'all know me. I got to throw that consciousness at y'all. Being yeah, my <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, I appreciate y'all for uh, let me do my thing as y'all DJ. And we got more to come here, people. Uh, trying to see. Uh, let's do this. Well, Miss Storm, can you lay the rules to the speed round? Uh, so the people know we'll do it after the music break. Oh, yeah, sure. This is how it's going to break down. After the song plays, we are going to go into our speed round. We're going to kick the speed round off by opening the mics. Mute yourself. When you hear that you're unmuted, you just go into your piece. You don't have to give us a title, and you can end with that's it poem or however you'd like to sign off so that we know to go to the next poet. We're going to go in and out like a barbary and be done as soon as possible so that everybody can get up early and put those birds in the oven. Like 
life's crazy, ain't it? Time I even think the same thing. I've been waiting no free in the ring hell, but ain't a thing changed. I lost my brother in the struggle. Get hit the lost his mother. And I'm thinking if I lose mine, who can raise my brother? Not to be a thug. Stay in school, don't use drugs. Who'll teach them right for wrong? Show them boys true love. So I pray for the better days. Face the bombs and the runaways. And I put my nuts away and I pray for peace on Sundays. Crazy,
DJ Kane Spade. We're back at DSR Presents the All-Star Radio Show with your hosts, Gina Storm, and co-host, Rebel Pete Jones. We got that show. Feast of words. Open mic. Service your best. And right now, it's the speed round. Once you hear your mic go on mute, go in, flow, We'll keep that DSR train moving. <laughs> Got me thinking. What if poetry never existed? I wouldn't have made it this far. Realizing the substance to my written work was Poetically base, emotions a pen stroke and ink escape. Rhymes defined by spoken word, a wordsmith yet to be realized. Controversy, consequences captured by poetry that makes me think. Never knew an erotic level ever existed within. Just thinking about it, I'll get lost with the pen. Connecting poetic minds in the world of poetry on online radio, meaning I wouldn't know anyone that I do know of or as I write this piece. My logos, my stage name, my network will all just be a dream within a dream. Who would I be but just another mindless drone lost in a system, numb to the world that I live in? No newscast port would ever exist. World of poetry, true word art, never to be created, forever to be lost in the world of fabrication. The pen, mightier than a sword, will never be proven. Music will never have substance. Will music even exist? Ways of speaking to a woman remaining in vogue at times. Being central will be labeled a crime. If someone was caught trying to convey a poetic rhyme, they'll be sentenced to life, losing their time. Will freedom of speech be labeled a crime? Thinking would I go to jail for writing this rhyme, this piece, this poetry? Thinking, where is the love? A message forever frozen in time, thinking no alternative way to deal with pain, thinking no alternative way to deal with lost, thinking no alternative way just to maintain to not go insane. Thinking poetry was never about fame, but sharing with the world what life is through. Life is through a poet's eyes. ESR, all damn day, it's the speed round. Weeping willows grieve in forest green for eons, so it seems. Emerald eyes blink an earthly moment in time as moon lights the sky. Maple trees mark the moss-carpeted road. On rocks sit chirping toads. Today is the day under sweet tangerine sun 
our eternity has begun. Roots embedded within two lovers release eternity with each other. Fireflies celebrate as she, he embraces. Her sorrow he erases. Honey drips from ruby lips. They've waited long now, sing their song in vineyards of grapes and ivy, forever now stands by me. Weeping willows no longer grieve in forest green. Lovers walk in waters deep, waves wash sorrow clean. Poem. Seems like they're not getting the message. So I've suggested that the methods need to change. No longer are we enslaved or enchained, so our brains got to get out of this mind frame that it just is what it is. It's not. These are our streets, our blocks, our crafted corners from which the kids we cradle and cuddle are now getting carried to the corner. Foreigners of the equal rights movement proven to verify what the police are doing, choosing to turn a blind eye and remaining truant at our race rallies, reluctantly reviewing them as peaceful protest marches, because to them we just targets. Needing to be put on the wall marketed just not on sale anymore, but still discounted, for we're not viewed as counted. People, human, worthy, or even worthy, free air God granted handed over to a people on stolen soil in which they landed, stranded, and dismantled from our home, our culture, our family, and our God, whose life begun on the same land they took us from, yet their insights made him white, yet to us seems kind of odd how a whole culture can poke and prod reality until it's seen as fact, printing and painting falsified pictures and labeling it as scripture, leaving us trying to figure where they do that at. America, the beautiful made attractive off the back of my African culture, America, the brave, but it was slaves that withstood the hardest of tortures, America, the land of the free, but in all actuality, can they say this publicly, you know, playing with that word like teeter say love, how it's supposed to really mean something because it came from the man above except you feel nothing except betrayal because you know that they don't mean what they say. Instead, they look at us like we three-fifths of their worst day. But as a six-foot-tall grown man, just for being black, I'm 500 times any of their best days per gram. I mean, damn, America. Are we really not worth the cost of living? Have we not improved so much of your very existence? Honestly, I think we're just too damn forgiving, regretfully and respectfully releasing rivers of tears when instead you should have gotten a bullet to the head over our cost of dead for years. Your ears heard it and read it. Land law requires an eye for an eye, and I believe Malcolm said it. If one of us goes, then ten of y'all got to die. I mean, that seems fair. For a faulty fraternity to fall. Realize we already took over golf, basketball, and football. I mean, America. Blacks being elite in every sport is just a preview. A pastime we choose to partake in in passing. Honestly, between you and me, we amped and ready for that purge shit to happen because that's when you get to see us become the savages you portray us as because in your minds, we, we second class because throughout time, we've been hashtagged in black bag without it being made a crime, and it's sad. But see, once it's wartime, you're going to ask for more time, but you're going to see blacks turning the Pete Carroll on the one-yard line. I think we'll pass. In fact, I know we will because here's the deal. You've ignored our screams, 
our shrills, our walks, our talks, our pleas for equality, but we accepted the change of street names and them bullshit apologies. I mean, honestly, America, what would you do if you was us? What did you say to Al-Qaeda when they clearly was doing too much? You ain't say a word, you just started blowing their shit up. So as American black people, it's time we start listening to the teacher. I mean, the consequences remain the same, so how about we just follow the leader? Because honestly, I'm tired of seeing my niggas lifeless or constantly beaten up by blue and white fists for our skin tone, strong bones, and superior sexual features. And since they treat us in this fashion, this is a call to action because what's been happening is they've been laughing and cackling about their lack of compassion. So it's time we start snapping, setting the scene for it, Martin Scene and his cerebral. Our people being and treated equal, so for the sequel, America. You better figure out a way to stop all this racism from happening because we're about to change the way we fight for our equal rights. And this time, we ain't asking. Yours truly. What does color even mean? What does it even sound like? Wait, you mean you're white and not black? You don't sound white. Yo, that doesn't sound right. Everyone says they are not racist, but makes it a way of conversation about putting color to vocal sound and adding human faces. In my opinion, that sounds racist. You see, the mistake is we didn't go into this blind, but we all paid too much attention to the hateful details and divisional statements, you know. Who hangs out around the realms of the details? The devil does. Looking for the weakened souls in retail, available for wicked resale, into a world that thrives in the underbelly of greed and weakness and other slum-ridden shadowed lands controlled by an evilness that needs not nor truly cares about your skin pigment. You see, the unpopular belief is racism is a delusional illusion filled to the point that the mind and the hate collided and fused to the minds of those who finally blindly await at hell's gates, unknowingly going to a place where they never contemplated being a martyr for a corrupted idea implanted by a power most of us will never understand or even know about. Proven once again, we are all mostly still asleep, yet claim to be awake, but that's how real dreams can feel when you're asleep so deeply, sheepishly, following the plans of another, following those referred to as members of your family, put you on the front lines of the war on humanity. Agape love unconditionally is the only way to bring about human unity across the globe, across the open seas, clinging on to the tops of mountains and loving as deep as the trees of life's roots will reach. I'm not here to preach, but this is just the human in me and the way that he thinks. Walking away with two fingers and a rolled up green leaf yelling to the world, thank you for waking up today and peace. I'm one of those families that looks like a commercial for the United Nations. You see people of every shade, brown, every weight, every height, every body type. They're from every ethnicity. They live in different places all over the planet, not just in North America. You see they have 
passports and stamps that are many, not few. There are so many people that I'm related to that don't look like me or you. Not all of my kinfolk are skinfolk, you see, so I don't even know what it's really like to have experienced racism up close and personal. A couple of times I was called a name that I wasn't used to, and it's not what people call you, it's what you answer to. So I knew he wasn't talking to me, even though it was turned in my direction. I, from his own protection, just went inside my house, locked the door, and turned my music down civilly. I could have acted a fool and been on World Star and done the thing that people like to do when they're attention seeking. But no, not what I'm after. I like children's laughter. I like to listen to stories of my elders. I like to be around the people who love me. Some of them couldn't use my comb or brush. Some of them have different colored eyes, different textured hair, have a different accent, and I don't care. I don't care if they cook food and eat it with their fingertips. They use chopsticks. If they use coterie that is plastic or their finest stemware, glassware, on a linen tablecloth with a centerpiece and candles that are lit and lighting that's soft. No, it's not about the meal. It's about the love. Over the years, I have cut many people, friends, family, foes off, and it's okay because I would take quality over quantity any day. There are lovely people who love me. I don't care who they are, where they came from, or how we know one another. Just be honest, decent human being, and loyal. CSR, all-star, host all damn day. Tina Storm, in peace. Oh, who am I, That was plenty. 
<laughs> you know what that reminded me of? That red man method man, where at the end of it, dude was like, it's all right, man. You ain't got to say nothing more. It's over, man. You ain't got to say nothing yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> Well, we had a good show, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, I love this. Every other Wednesday night we get to come out here and hang out with the All-Stars and get to hear some good poetry and feed one another and listen to some good music and just enjoy the vibe. And this is no different. Rebel, y'all be careful on the road tomorrow. I'm going to be in the house, like I said, waiting on plates. Um, Everybody don't eat too much. Have a good time. Love the people who love you. And be sure to try. Everybody be safe. Everybody be safe. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for waking up today. Absolutely, absolutely. One love, one mic, family. See you in two weeks. One love, one mic. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. Y'all going to just cut off like that because I wasn't saying nothing, man? Y'all just going to end the show (laughs) and all that? Yeah, look at all okay, stay. We was like, well, we don't know what to do from this moment on. <laughs> we did the same, we thought that turkey wow. sandwich and bounce, man. We, wow, we thought you man. wanted to get the sandwich. No, man, I was trying to sign out of Facebook on another cell phone. I was like, damn, I got all these Facebook sign-ins. I was cutting it off, man. Trying not to get charged over here. Y'all cutting the show off. What the hell? Well, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, what what they said, yeah, yeah, you know, oh, it's all awkward now, man. What the? <laughs> we thought you found your turkey sandwich and bounced out on us. Right, and just and you pieced us out. You know, it happens. We understand. Wow, man, it's like that. I got caught up on a yeah. cell phone, and y'all, I had to run back in here. They was like, goodbye, peace out, two weeks. What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, though, y'all yeah, did an excellent job. Like, okay, then I guess that's it, y'all. <laughs> you ain't got to go home. <laughs>
<laughs> she told everybody. They ain't got a whole turkey. Damn. They wasn't supposed to know that. Yeah, I I'm just sorry, got a boss. Breath. I didn't know about the turkey shortage until you told us. Yeah. I had no idea. The new people didn't know. Now they know. Damn. Yeah, I just got a breast over here, damn it. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's cool, though. I, I think it's, it's still more ZD left in the refrigerator. I'm going to give me something. Some ZD. Some baked ZD. That's right. Oh, I some love ZD. Yeah, so um, I had Taco Tuesday yesterday, so I had nachos for dinner today. My mom says, so you're just not in, in, involving yourself in the Thanksgiving cooking? I, no. I told y'all months ago, I'm not turning my stove on. Yeah, bring me plates. I'm not playing. We had chicken I used tacos to just show it with just, crazy. I showed up with just containers so I could take leftovers home. I got better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been cooking for years. They owe me. Not, I'm off. I'm taking it off. Sad. I just start baking cookies. Everybody going to want cookies now. Ooh, I want some cookies. I told you I will make you the snickerdoodles. But yeah. Yes, please. Yes, Y'all going to throw the damn snickerdoodles on the show. All That's right. my favorite yeah. cookie, man. That's my Dude, favorite cookie. Dude, I make them all the time. Even the mail lady was, the mail lady said, I smell cookies baking. I hoped it was coming out your house. I told her, I said, I smelled it too, but it wasn't here. I was thinking, who baking besides me? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is uh, My thing would be uh, peanut butter and uh, chocolate brownies. Yeah. Oh, little yeah. chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I just uh, I recently got hooked on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, from, uh, it was from a cousin in Washington. Now, usually I don't eat from other people's houses. You know, I don't play that game. You know, I, I don't play that game. I tested the waters, you know, I poked at it for like an hour. I was like, yeah, it's not going to move. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you and my teenager. <laughs> and this is before the virus, though. No, this was two years ago. Yeah, my teenagers, they like that. They're food crazy with food and where he, where he's willing to eat and not eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell people all the time I cook. I, mean, I can't be impressed by whatever it is that you ordered or wherever you ate because I cook. And I know my kitchen clean, and I know I wash my hands. And I, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, ugh. People know. Because people are funny, though. They be like, hey, what, you don't eat out? You don't eat at restaurants? They eat at restaurants? I don't trust certain parts of my family. You talking about a damn restaurant? Most of my family. <laughs> I only got a handful of people that I'm counting on anything. And then, too, some people got a designated dish. You just can't eat everybody's everything. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm just putting it out there. I ain't messing with Burger King no more. It's going to be yeah. another five years. Yeah. I haven't had a Burger King and McDonald's since, I don't know, I was in my 20s. I don't like fast food. No. I try not to eat a restaurant with a drive through window. <laughs> yeah, it was five years ago I had Burger King, and I wasn't even in my city. I was down south somewhere. That's the messed up thing. I had to be down south to eat at Burger King. <laughs> Ridiculous. But anyway, looks like we got a caller sneaking in at the last jaw. Okay. You know. Let him in. Let him in. <laughs> Would you One more call. All right. BSR's affiliate. C double thirty four music, I believe. My man, Dexter. Yes, yes, yes. It is I. And um, y'all were sounding like you were bouncing back and forth on this phone. I don't know what's going on with the reception, but anyway, how are you? We we holding it. We holding it down. Look at I heard echoes for a while. Some um at one point Rebel sounded like an alien. I just I don't know what it is, but we made it work. I was like, okay, I was like Kane Spader. You on the cross faders again? What's going on? It was crazy. I'm in a storm. I'm sitting in a storm right now. Hmm. Maybe that's what it is because I just came from a storm and that's the job. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> How you Speaking doing, storm, brother? Um, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, you know. But you know what? It, it'll be all right. We already talked about that. And speaking oh, yeah. of storm, speaking of yeah. storm, Gina, how <laughs> is my baby sister? How is how is Sister Soul? How is Dee Dee doing? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm great. You know what? This is one of the, I like the weeks when I get to host on Monday night and Wednesday night. And if tomorrow wasn't Thanksgiving, I, I have a podcast on Clubhouse that I do on Thursday morning. So, yeah, I'm just, I've been getting my fix. I'm not cooking this year. I'm just receiving plates. I just, it's a good time. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Excellent. I had the grandkids, Excellent. they had no school this week, so. I was like, wow, interesting. We used to go to school at least a couple of days on Thanksgiving week. They didn't have no school this week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Times have changed. But, yeah, what we've been doing is serving up a feast. Not necessarily Thanksgiving piece. It's an open mic. But we just wanted you to bring your best to the table so we could get fed. Okay. Well, I did a takeoff of a George Michael song. And this piece is called Father Figure. Oh, I love George Michael. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. I tried to love you. I accepted the package deal. But I didn't read the fine print hidden in your eyes. So was this all you wanted? I wanted something sacred. I can't believe I sacrificed my peace so you could live the glamorous life. I became your babysitter for some sex thinking you loved me. It was just your way and obligation of an excuse to have your fun. You know what I wanted? 
something beautiful, something wife material, but that wasn't you. Blunts and Sainides, 40s on a Monday, the government gave you, just as long as you didn't get married to me. Selling food stamps for Newport, such a tragedy to where it damaged me into another one of your casualties. You just wanted a father figure, and I ultimately played the role. Being daddy to your children in addition to being responsible for my own. I believe a man should lead them, but I should have known then at that time it's impossible to make a hoe into a housewife. What the hell you wanted? Another sucker, another plaything that had a job? You give your honey for some money and he'll buy you everything you want. It's obvious I was thinking with a wrong head. Yes. While I was at work, you were creeping with someone else who just got out of jail. I won't be your father figure, especially to your badass kids. Child services should pick them up and take them away from you. I quit, so find yourself another ninja. You're sorry and a waste of time. Lesson learned, you can't make a whore into a real housewife. And that's that piece. Is going to have the ice cube from Friday saying, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do I still look (laughs) golden? (laughs) That would be golden. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man. That piece, that piece, you sir, I don't, I don't, uh, the way you tell stories and poetry is just, man, it's a gift, that's fantastic to me. I know, I know it's, it's, it's a true story, but the way you're able to link it all together poetically is just phenomenal to me. Wait a minute, you know, you know it's a true story, never mind, never mind, never mind, you know it's a true story, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, man. I trying to yeah. Wait. The way you make it poetry is just amazing Ooh. to me. That's it's wild. Yeah, it's level to everything. Um that that part about um selling your food stamps to buy new ports and the um yeah. drink on a Monday or some other and I'm thinking to myself, wait Women do these things? <laughs> I am so sorry. Who knew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. dealt with it. <laughs> That's fine. Wow. Just, just because she was fine. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine can be, um, 
be misguiding sometimes because pretty is pretty does. That was some ugly behavior right there. Oh, yeah. Pretty is quite an illusion sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Pretty covers Um. up a whole lot of crazy, too. (laughs) I married crazy. That part. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Right. So you know. You know. See, I, see, I got substance, so I'm good. <laughs> but I got quality crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm okay with it. And I'm crazy my damn self, so crazy. Oh, love, yeah, crazy, I was going to say shades of crazy. And now I know there's levels to trifling. Woo, you learn something new every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glad I could <laughs> teach you that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Poetry. We needed that. You're very welcome. Now I'm about to go into the lab. Oh, yes, Maestro. Absolutely. I look forward to it. It's so funny because when I wake up in the morning, I love what my phone does. It says, would you like to play the last song you were listening to? It's always on SoundCloud. It's always on your music. And it's always your new track or one that I play repeat on the playlist. But either way, it's still all good. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, brother. Love you, man. <laughs> love you, big bro. One love, one mic. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> wasn't ready. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Indeed, indeed, definitely. Shout out to C Double Thirty Four Music, man. Doing his piece. I gotta agree with Rebel and Gina here. He be coming in here with those stories to tell, man. His own spin. Nobody can tell a story like this, dude, man. I mean, that was thorough. That was thorough. All right, real quick, people, I want to give a shout-out to the shows that's coming next week. We're going to have Mr. Boston show, DSR's Full Purpose Pins, coming back, followed by DSR's Smoking After Dark. That's the new show with uh, Black Rose and Sexy Sash. So be on the lookout, and uh, I believe that's a birthday show. That's going to be happening next week. I think it's Sexy Sash's birthday. So check that out, people. Uh, DSR is doing what we do. Keep it moving. And uh, Gina and Rebel P, any last words for the people? Be safe. Yes, absolutely. Be safe. The people love you. Enjoy whatever you do tomorrow. Uh, if, if it's a work day for you, make the best of it. If you're off, uh, this, is, this is your a long weekend and you have off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, enjoy by all means.
need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.